Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And we're continuing. Uh, Todd just reached the end of Chapter 3 in House of Danger. However, there's a lot unexplored, so do you want to head to Chapter 4 or continue exploring Chapter 3? I will continue exploring Chapter 3 because I don't know how far I can get into Chapter 3, so I'm okay with that. Okay, so you can go to the biochemistry lab. You can crawl through an air duct to the conference room. You can go to the printing press room or to the generator room where you've been, but you didn't try to get past the dangerous generator. I want to go into the biochemistry room. All right, so we have to raise the danger meter. What? Yeah, for going back in, the danger meter goes up. All right, danger, danger, danger. 78. Oh, uh, we've been to the biochemistry room. Did we? Yeah. I think that was actually the first room you went into. Oh, it was? all the beakers and stuff in it. Oh, all right. All right. So where are we at now? Um, conference room. Hold on a second. Let me see if we... Yeah, we haven't done the conference room. We haven't done the printing press. And we... Those are the only ones you've never been to at all. All right. Conference room. Yes. Conference room. Okay, the air duct takes you over a loud room full of what sounds like a gang of rowdy hooligans. You peek through a grate and discover a group of massive, savage chimps sitting at a conference table, <laughs> snorting and growling and beating their chests. I want to kill those chimps. A woman sits at the head of the table speaking to them, but you're too far away to hear over the chaos. There's a smaller, more rickety air duct that leads to the wall by the woman, and if you're careful, you could probably make it there to hear what she's saying. You can also see... From here, that the air duct you are in splits off and terminates into two other rooms. The room on the left is dimly lit by the glow of blue liquid and some large glass vats. The room on the right is pitch black. You could you could quietly crawl to either and jump out. Optional challenge: crawl through the rickety air duct so you hear the woman speak. I'm gonna crawl through the rickety air duct. All right, so this is gonna be a little bit trickier. So mm. You need a four or higher. Oof. All right, let's see what we can do. Three. Do, do you, I have a... Do you uh, have, it has to have a foot imprint on it. I don't think you have any pluses to add. No. I do not. So do I fall through? Uh, well, we have to draw clue number 71. Oof. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen. I am drawing clue and number... And we have to raise the danger meter. Ever danger, danger, danger. Which is still a four, but it's almost a five. Now. 71. Yes, 71. Alright. You crawl through the rickety air duct. You feel like you got this under control. Right when you're thinking about how impressed you are that you have this under control, you accidentally bang your knee against the air duct metal, which causes your head to bash against the metal, which causes your elbow to bonk against the metal, and you fall out of the duct and into the conference room, landing on a large pile of bananas that break your fall. I feel like this is going to kill you. Uh-oh. Uh what? I have a feel. I have a feeling. You just let. All right. Well, you know what? I can still kill the apes. Still want to kill the monkeys. There are more than a dozen screeching chimps here, packed around a big conference table. A middle-aged woman is giving a business presentation to them using an overhead projector. I'm going to work on the fireball. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to do a fireball right now. Who's there? Where are you waiting for? You know what to do. These chimpanzees are giant. Not even your karate training will help you here. 
In a choreographed movement, each of the chimps produces a long bamboo blowpipe, places a dart inside, points the pipe at you, and blows into the tube with a loud thump sound. You immediately feel 20 pinpricks from 20 darts, and the slow flow of poison through your system as you fall asleep forever. Alright, so this hearts a little bit. What? Alright, so now you can either try to roll a four Wait, or higher Wait a minute, don't I, doesn't my challenge level go down too? I already did that. Oh, so you I can, didn't see you do it, but I saw went, you do like the psychic meter. Yeah, it went up from here to here. Alright. So you can try. Uh, you can either try to crawl through and listen to what she's saying again, which would be a four or higher, yeah. or you can go left or right. I'm gonna do a fireball right now. That's but do I have to roll for that? The fireball. It's not an option, and you've already gone left. That would be the wreck of the room with all that blue liquid. All right. So what am I doing? You can either re-roll the challenge, or you can make a right. I'm gonna make a right. This room is pitch black. You can't see anything except the faintest hint of illumination coming from a door on your left and what might be a stack of boxes next to it. Feel free to fromble around for a switch if you'd like. Optional challenge, search for a switch. Yes. Yes? Okay. Um, you have to roll a four or higher. Yes! Alright, so we go to story card 89. Yes, Derek, yes! Indeed! You find the switch, and with the lights on, you see that you're in a small, cramped laboratory. Jars and beakers full of mysterious liquid cover every flat surface. You're lucky you didn't stick your hand in a jar of acid, or worse, while searching for the lights. Now, you can clearly see the door and the stack of boxes... Also, you can now see a ladder hanging down from a trap door in the ceiling. Unfortunately, the lowest rungs are missing, so there's no way to climb it. If only you had something like a wooden dowel that fits into the ladder. Ah, but you used it. I did, but I have a large metal rod, Derek. I have a large metal rod! That is useless. Yeah. If you have food 23, you need to climb the ladder and go to story car 80, but if you don't, you can try the door on your left. Or you can dig through the stack of boxes on your right. I shall dig through the stack of boxes on my right. The moment you touch one of the boxes, the entire pile collapses, and you lose your balance, tumbling into an adjacent room. All the boxes were empty. Someone went to a lot of trouble to hide this chamber, but seeing as you found it completely by accident, they clearly did a terrible job. Yes! <laughs> yes! This appears to be some sort of workshop. There's no one in here now. But a large egg-shaped vehicle takes up most of the room. You can't tell if it's a boat or if it flies. It looks like someone is repairing it. There seems to be a lot of uh, commotion coming from a garage. There's also a door that looks like some sort of jail cell or maybe an animal pen. Optional challenge. Search the egg ship. If you are a level 2 or higher on the psychic scale, add a plus 1 to your roll. So, I mean, there's really no harm. I shall search the egg ship. All right, Do you, I get plus two to my roll? You get a plus one. Yeah. So you, um, you need to roll a three or higher because of where the danger scale is. Or do you want to drink your water? Well, nailed it. Never mind. Boom. Yeah. Um, you draw clue number 61. What? Or have you already gotten clue number 61? Nope. No. I have not, Derek. I have not. Alien notebook. You see symbols yes. on the vehicle control panels that are notebooks with the same symbols 
Someone has scrawled translations to the margins. Keep this item, move forward one space on the psychic scale. Yes, Derek. Okay. Yes! Uh, so now, you can either check out the noisy garage or open the GL doors. I shall check out the noisy garage. It's a good choice because we've already been to the GL anyway. Excellent. Excellent, Derek. Excellent. You find your way into a big automotive garage where dozens of unsavory characters are engaging in at least 37 different films. If nothing else, you have to admire their sheer industriousness. Hey, you're not the new lab assistant, somebody shouts. You're a trespasser, and you've seen too much, shouts another criminal. The criminals get into an argument about whether they should kill you with knives or drown you in a lake. The lake is too far, one criminal reminds his colleagues, so they agree to go with it. Oh. So they murder you. What? That's what it says. Oh. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so it looks like we're going to the jail cell, which we've already been to. However... Yes, Derek. Yes, Derek. However, and how do we fare? How do we fare, Derek? There are other things to do in the jail cell. Interesting. Interesting, Derek. Interesting. So, you've already fought the monkey guards. I'm not going to make you do that again. Even though you enjoyed fighting the monkey guards. Yes. Yes, Derek. So now you have a key card. Indeed, I do, Derek. So Indeed, I do. You can open this and we can restart our sixty nine with the key card. Which is now opening our story card sixty nine, which we've already been to via another means. I shall go to a story called 69, right. Derek. So you're back in the story called 69. You're back in the jail cell. Yes, you've excellent. Talked, excellent. Talk to prisoner C. Now you can try cell A or B. A. Jail cell A. I shall try cell A. Excellent. Excellent. There's a sleeping figure in cell A curled up with his back towards you. I shall kill him immediately. You can wake up the prisoner and try talking to him. I shall kill him immediately. Alright, attack the waking prisoner. Yes. You have to roll a four or higher. How can... Don't I get a plus for, like, he's asleep? No. Alright, I miss. Okay. Um, you can try again. Alright, I'm gonna try again. I shall try again. And I miss again. Okay, do you want to um, drink your water bottle or something to lower the danger meter or eat that sandwich? Alright, you have lowered your danger level by using your items. Now try and subdue the prisoner. And my roll is a one! And again, I'm hard. Well, you have this to give you a plus one, so all you really needed was a two, but now you need a three or higher. Alright, let's try that again. I'll try my knife. And again! Wow. So Well no, you 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 only you don't have to declare it ahead of time, just use it if you roll a three. Oh. So now again you need a three or higher. 
There you go. Now, now you've used your knife. All right. All right. And I've killed so, him? No. Yes. We draw clue 64. All right. Excellent. Excellent, Eric. Excellent. Yeah. Candy bar. After giving the prisoner a good thrashing, you find a candy bar in his bunk. It's filled with caramelly, nougaty, candy goodness. Yes. Discard at any time to lower the danger meter by four. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that's good. All right. So now... You can go to cell B or cell C, and cell C leads to the end of the chapter. Cell B. Cell B is page 73. And I'm going to throw a fireball into cell B. Well, cell B is empty. Search all you want. There's nothing there. All right. So now you have to go to cell C, which takes you to the end of the chapter. Okay. Where are we at now? Uh, you can go and check out um, one of the other rooms, or we can just go on to chapter four. Chapter four. Chapter I think we, we've, like, uh, reached the Peace. exit. Yes, yes. All right. Yes, Derek. Excellent. Excellent. So chapter wonderful, four. wonderful. Chapter four, the hideout. After encountering dangers outside the house, facing multiple ghosts inside the house, discovering an underground laboratory, and stumbling upon angry chimpanzees, you're ready to get some answers about this place and the nightmares that brought you here. The mysterious phone call I got this morning, you say. It was you, wasn't it? Phone call? What phone call? Wait, it couldn't have found a way to access the phone lines, could it? Professor Marsden's eyes go wide. Then he sees the look on your face and shakes his head. Well, that's not important right now, he says. Something about his tone leads you to suspect it mm. is important, but you don't push it. Mm. If you've managed to get this far, you must be quite the aspiring detective. And psychic investigator, he, you add. You want to tell him about the recurring nightmares that drove you to delve into this whole bizarre mystery. Nightmares, he asks. Fascinating. If your dreams mean what I think they do, then I'm glad you're here. I can explain more later, but right now, getting to the uh, neuron inhibitor mainframe is the crucial thing. It's the only way to retake the lab from my dastardly former lab assistant, Carol. He says the name in a hoarse whisper, as if speaking it aloud could summon some ancient evil. Together we discovered a source of technology far beyond anything this world has ever seen, but she betrayed me. She used our work to take control of the chimpanzees and start a counterfeiting ring with the local crime syndicate. We made scientific discoveries worthy of Einstein, of Galileo, and then she just uses it all to... He trails off. I'm sorry I've been locked in here so long that I've forgotten my manners. Now that you've freed me, I can open a secret passage for you that will lead you to the neuron inhibitor mainframe. It will take you through the area where our most experimental work was being conducted. Be careful, it can get dangerous in there. It's just me who's going, you ask, with fear in your voice? Yes, he says. I'll need to monitor your progress from the operations room, where I have access to the security system. Here, use this earpiece so we can communicate. Draw clue number 191 to discover your goal. 191? No, 91. Oh. 9-1. It's just the chapter goal excellent, card. Excellent, excellent. Excellent, Derek. Excellent. Oh, excellent. And chapter four goal disable the neuron inhibitor mainframe. The clear glass doors leads to the temporal manipulation lab. Uh, the professor continues. The frosted glass door goes to the psychic development room. The professor takes off for the operations room as the secret passage opens from the empty cell jail next door. The two glass doors are now before you. Too bad the professor didn't explain which route was the best way to get to the neuron inhibitor mainframe. So do you want to go to the temporal manipulation lab or the psychic development room? 
The Psychic Development Room. As a psychic, that seems like a good bet. Excellent, excellent. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. The room features several rows of blue metal chairs. Dome-shaped helmets attached to odd-looking devices hang above the chairs. There's also a large glass tube big enough for you to step into with a door on the side. A green button is accessible from inside the tube. You slowly realize you've seen these machines before in photos in, reference, in the reference book Ghosts and Ghouls, which you have on your bookshelf back home. The photos were in a chapter about how rogues, uh, parapsychologists, were attempting to give ordinary people psychic abilities. If you remember correctly, the blue chairs are, are attached to machines intended to give the subject pyrokinesis, the ability to start fires with mind control. The large glass tube is an energizing chamber that gives people telekinesis, the ability to move objects with one's mind. Both seem ready to go. A metal stairwell well, on the far side of the room leads to some sort of observation booth which looks, which overlooks the room you, you're in and possibly others. Do you sit on the pyrokinesis chair, the telekinesis chamber, or do you skip this weird experiment and climb the stairs to the observation the booth? The telekinesis chair. Okay. Yes. You enter the energizing chamber and shut the door. You press the green button on the interior wall and the room goes dark while the large glass tube emits a blinding white light, forcing you to cover your eyes with your hands. You can feel the machine rewiring your neural pathways to activate mysterious, previously untapped portions of your brain. The pain is horrible. Part of you thinks that if you can just endure the pain a little longer, limited mental powers might be unlocked. Another part of you is concerned that your head might literally explode. Premonition. If you are level 4 or higher on the psychic scale, draw clue 93, which you are. Yes. Yes, Derek, I am. 93? 93. Okay. Oh, it is a picture clue for you. What? Oh, I fear, I fear my sanity. Alright, so you can stay in the energizing chamber Draw clue 98. If you can't take it and get out, draw clue 103. If I can't, so I'm, I'm going to get out. One you're going to get out? You yeah. Don't, you, don't wanna one three. you don't want to finish the experiment? No. Okay. So one draw three. clue 103. Yeah. All right. I shall draw 103, Derek. I shall draw 103. And the before the energizing chamber can finish doing whatever it was doing to your brain, you bolt from the chain the chair and run right through the open door and up the stairs. Go to story card ninety nine. The observation booth has thick windows that look down into a circular chamber where you see a human-sized chimp in a hospital gown sitting at a table. The poor animal's head is shaved and hugely swollen. Electrodes are attached to pulsing veins. The chimp is gazing intently at a small wooden boat which is floating in midair above the table. The chimpanzee sees you and the moment his eyes meet yours you start to black out. You break eye contact just before losing consciousness and decide you'd better exit this room quickly. Next to a fire extinguisher on the wall is a map which gives you a quick overview of this area. You orient yourself and see that the observation booth is next to the cryogenics lab and the supercomputer room. Do you go to the cryo lab or the supercomputer room? Cryo lab. Okay. The room, this room has cryogenic storage chambers built into the walls. 
All kinds of lab subjects are frozen inside. Mice, rats, dogs, cats, rabbits, hamsters, guinea pigs, fish, and birds. There are also three large glass pods in the center of the room, each big enough for a person to get inside. One of them might be occupied. The glass is frosted, so you can't be sure. As you inspect that pod, you accidentally hit a button, and the pod unlocks with a rush of cold air. However, its door remains frozen shut. You can attempt to pry it open if you want to. I shall pry it open. Okay, then you need to roll a four or higher. Um, do you have a thing that gives you a plus to strength? I do not. Okay, then you can try again if you'd like. But this goes up, by t so you need a five. Uh, you can try again, or you can, uh, wait, hold on a second. Is that not, oh no, that's climbing. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so you can try again, or you can... Not try again. I'm gonna not try again. There might be something important in there. Alright, well, I can't do it. Okay. Not gonna do it. Do you step over the debris and enter the hall, or go up the stairs? Up the stairs. Up the stairs, he says. It shouldn't require anything of me. You go up a long flight of stairs that leads to an observatory, where you find Professor Marsden staring at the stars. How did you get here first, you ask? It's all my fault, he murmured sadly, lost in thought. We reached out to the stars, and they reached back. But when the creature made contact, we got greedy and captured him for further study. What? I fear your nightmares mean, mean he's sending out telepathic messages in hopes of being rescued. If you want them to end, you must set the creature free. This is why, the professor continues, we need to take back the compound from Carol, disable the neuron inhibitor mainframe controlling the chimps, and free the alien ambassador. Carol watches over the mainframe constantly, he continues, so you'll be heading into great danger. Make sure you're fully prepared before you move on. This is actually the end of the chapter. What? Yes. So there's a, a lot left you can try to do. There's the temporal manipulation lab. Um, you can go back to the psychic field. I shall try the temporal manipulation lab. Okay. So this is going to reset this, but knock you back down to level three. Ooh. Okay. So we go to story card 96. Yes, excellent. Excellent, Eric. Excellent. A massive machine with a glowing control panel is before you. The moment you step inside the room, the door slams shut behind you, and the machine begins to hum. Professor Marsden said this area was dangerous, but you feel like he should have warned you about all the self-closing doors around here. The glow of the control panel is getting brighter, and the, and the hue is almost deafening now. Or the hum, I'm sorry. You look for an off button, but only find a big dial with three settings. Past, present, and future. Past, present, future. This is a time machine. What? If you don't pick a setting and fast, something seriously bad might happen. Past. Oh, that was fast. Okay. Yeah. Past. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. Past. Again. The walls melt away as time and space shift around you. Yes. It's enough to make you feel a bit queasy. You soon become aware that you are standing under a tree at the base of a grassy hill. You're surprised to hear the rumble of thunder since it's a beautiful cloudless day. Then you see the source of the thunder. A war horse charging over the crest of the hill straight toward you. The man on his back is wearing a horned helmet and he draws his sword when he sees you. You're no history expert, but you're pretty sure you've come face-to-face -face with Genghis Khan, and he looks wrathful. You can stand and fight, or you can make a break for it. You could try climbing up to the tree's higher branches before Genghis reaches you, or find cover behind some rocks. Gonna make a stand. Gonna make a stand. All right, you're gonna fight Genghis Khan. Yes. All right, so you need a three or higher. 
All right, you kicked yes. his ass. Draw, yes. Draw clue number 94. Yes. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, huh? Yeah. All right, you defeated Genghis Khan and take his Mongolian war bow. Yes. Exactly. Um, I'm going to start shooting things with it. You move forward one space on the psychic scale, which knocks you back up to level four. Yeah. And you can use that as a bonus to combat later on. Excellent. Excellent. Let's um, go start randomly killing right, things so with that. Finish, finish story card 104. So you have to either climb the tree or find cover behind the rocks. Find cover behind the rocks. You're surprised to hear the professor's voice in your earpiece. I've accessed the time machine remotely, he says. Hold on tight. I'm bringing you home. Wait, hold on to what? Your surroundings fade out again, and before you know it, you're back in the temporal manipulation lab. The machine appears to be on its last legs. A disturbing amount of black smoke is wafting from the time machine, and you decide to get moving before the whole thing bursts into flames. Fortunately, two wall panels are now open, leading to new hallways. Okay, Professor, which way from here, you ask? To the left is the experimental supercomputer, and the armory's on the right, he says. But it's not safe to, because whatever technology is transmitting, his voice shorts out. Armory. The experimental supercomputer is on a green desk with a curious oversized orange frog paperweight. It looks like it's made of metal and must be quite heavy. The eyes of the orange frog are yellow and you feel yourself being drawn to them. So yes. armory, you say? Yes, I do say. Along with the frog. Uh, okay, the frog is not in the armory. Yeah. Um, you enter the armory. The door clo closes behind you. And then you hear it lock automatically. The room is nearly empty, and you realize with a shudder that whatever weapons are usually kept here are probably in the hands of people, or chimps, roaming the halls outside. The only thing left is a massive artillery gun mounted on a swivel in the center of the room. There are also a bunch of lockers lining one wall, if you'd like to search through them. I would like to search through the lockers. Alright, so you only need to roll a 2, because you have a plus 1 for being at least a level 3 on the psychic scale. Alright. So now we draw clue number 92. Yes. Yes, Derek. 92. Yes. There it is. Hyper Hypersonic Isotrope Resonator. You find a tech catalog with uh, details on an object called a Hyper Hypersonic Isotrope Resonator. If you have clue 87, keep this item and move forward two spaces on the psychic scale. If you do not have clue 87... Discard this card. Oh, you do have it. Yes. All right. Yes, Derek. Yes. Good job. So now you draw. Um, oh, no, you don't draw anything. You just move forward on the second scale. All right. There's a door here. You can see through its window that it leads into a stairwell. Unfortunately, the door is locked. The artillery gun you found has a shell in it, though, so you could probably blast your way through. As a matter of fact, why limit yourself? With that thing, you probably get through the wall opposite the door. Instant shortcut. Do you blow a hole through the door to the stairwell? Or do you blow a hole through um, the wall? The wall. Okay. Yes. You carefully navigate stray chunks of masonry and find yourself in a laboratory. There's a closet-sized metal box here, big enough for you to get into, connected to a computer terminal. Some notes you find uh, scattered on the desktop contain... Terms like DNA decoding unit and cellular replicator. You know what this thing is for? Clones. It makes clones. You're sure of it. Well, 90% sure. There's a flashing red light on the terminal that might mean something's not working properly, but the computer is so old it uses punch cards. 
You just know that trying to figure out what's wrong with this computer would be a huge pain. There's a time clock on the wall above the column of cards with a handwritten index card that says Observatory Employees. Next to it is a stairway leading upstairs. Free action. If you are level 4 on the, or higher on the psychic scale, you can search the computer to determine the meaning of the blinking red light. To do so, raise the danger meter by 1 and draw clue 99. Which I don't see why not. Alright, I shall do that. Because you're still at a 3. Correct. And then why don't we'll, we'll end it here, and we'll start off by reading Clue 99 on the next episode of House of Danger. Excellent. Excellent. And this has been Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And remember to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Buzzsprout, Google Play, and iTunes. And, All right. And uh, Normal is the New Boring. Excellent.